Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a Shabbat teaching by Rabbi Rebecca Schatz. So I just wanted to share one one very interesting piece of this week's Parsha, this week's Parsha is Toldot. I mean, I know that Rick is going to be talking a little bit more about the actual trope system, so I, I don't believe I'm stepping on his toes. Um, but... There's, there's a very interesting piece of this week's Parsha, which you all know very well, which is the birthright piece, where Jacob steals, or at least that's how we tell the story, uh, that Jacob steals this, the birthright from Esav. The interesting piece about that is that we often think of it as the same as when the blessing was, quote, stolen, right? Rebecca hears that Isaac wants to give a blessing to his sons before he dies, and Rebecca says, oh, Jacob, we're going to dress you up to make sure that you can get the, the good blessing, right? The blessing that the oldest child would receive. But interestingly, if you look at the verse in Torah, when Jacob does take the birthright from Esav in, um, in trade for lentil soup, which I've had lentil soup and I like lentil soup. I don't know that it's really worth a birthright, but okay. But the, in that moment... Jacob acknowledges, and so does Esau to a certain extent, that now he is the oldest child. So interestingly, when Isaac calls his son forward, and he believes that he's calling Esau forward, because Esau in Isaac's mind still is the eldest child, Jacob comes forward and he says, here I am, my father, I am your oldest son, Esau. So what does that say about the birthright? Was it really an exchange? Was it something that Jacob then believed he really was going to get all the accolades of the oldest child? Or was it just part of siblings saying things like, ha ha, now I'm the better one, which doesn't really mean anything. You just say it and you move on with your day. It seems that Jacob still knows in the moment that he goes before his father that he's not actually the oldest, that that birthright in a certain way doesn't actually matter. But what matters is the blessing. The blessing is what matters. Now, the blessing in, in terms of inheritance doesn't give the children anything. It doesn't give them property. It doesn't give them riches. It gives them guidance it might give them a sense of love from their father but it doesn't give them stuff a birthright as we know from our torah and from just ancient tradition in general a birthright does i'm just sitting very awkwardly okay a birthright does give you stuff right if you're the oldest child and you have the birthright you inherited more land you inherited riches So it would seem as though Jacob would want to claim himself the oldest child because then he gets that stuff. But the blessing is the more important part here. And it seems that it's not only more important to Isaac, but that it's more important to Jacob, to Rebecca, and to Esau. How do we know that it's more important to Esau? Because Esav cries out a loud cry. If you haven't yet read The Taste of Torah by one of our rabbinic residents, David Kaplinsky, you should definitely read it. It was a beautiful piece of Torah, especially after this week that we've had in our community. 
But the line in Torah says here, after he cries out, Vayomer Esav el Aviv, and Esav says to his father, Havracha achat hi lecha avi, Barachini gam ani avi, Veisa Esav kolov vayivk, vayivk, sorry. And so Isaac says to his father, don't you have a blessing for me, father? Isn't there also a blessing now for me, even though Jacob has taken the one that was in your mind meant for me? And Isaac, sorry, excuse me, and Esau lifts up his voice and he cries. I'm looking here, the book that I have in front of me is called the Mikrot Gedolot. Mikrot Gedolot is a book of, I guess, the most prominent of commentators in our tradition. This happens to be the newest version of Mikrokodolot put out by JPS. <clears throat> if you don't have it and you're someone who loves studying Torah, it's a wonderful resource. There is not one commentary on this line. Not one. That doesn't mean that there's not a commentary on this line ever. But in the most prominent book of commentaries, there is not one commentary. That seems to say to me, that our rabbis didn't even need, even, didn't even know what to do with the fact that Esav knew that this blessing was important and felt at a loss. He wasn't going to get anything from his father. But then Isaac gives him a blessing. So what do we learn from this? Even if there's not a blessing, even if you don't think that the blessing you're about to give is the blessing, that was going to come out of your mouth, right? It's, it's extemporaneous. The blessing that comes out of your mouth is one that just comes out, like matovu in our Torah later on, right? Just comes out. You don't even realize what you're saying. That sometimes that's the blessing that you need to hear. And sometimes it's the blessing that you need to give. So Isaac gives a blessing that wasn't meant for Esav, but he gives him a blessing that gives him guidance and gives him direction and gives him strength for the rest of his life. So I hope, especially after a week like the one that we've had, which is just the beginning of many weeks to come, that this family and really this community will need support and healing. I hope that we're all just able to share blessing, whatever that is, whatever comes out of your mouth, whatever you think is necessary in that moment. It doesn't matter if you think it's the, quote, right blessing, but just give blessing. This world needs more healing and more blessing, and we can take a page out of Isaac's book and just give blessing when someone asks for it because they need it, and we probably have it to share. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.